When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The iPhone 13 Pro Max is a big, big phone, but it can do so much more with that screen real estate. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss this issue is CNET editor Lisa Iedichiko, who has commentary on this topic. Welcome, Lisa. Hey, Roger. Thanks for having me. So what's the general premise of your story? Yeah, so, you know, with WWDC coming up kind of soon and, you know, thinking about iOS 16, you know, I've been thinking about how, you know, the iPhone 13 Pro Max and 12 Pro Max have such big screens, but there really isn't a way to kind of make use of that extra screen space. For the most part, you know, these giant phones have the same software as Apple's smaller phones. And, you know, that's a good thing and a bad thing, right? On one hand, it's great that the software is the same no matter which iPhone you use and you don't have to learn something new. But I also feel like Apple could be doing more with it. So that's, you know, the the premise of of what I wrote about this morning. It's really about what Apple could do um, to, to make the iPhone Pro Max's screen more useful. And, you know, it has a really good blueprint in the iPad already. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what the story is about. Yeah, that's that's an interesting premise, because I do remember when they first introduced the the plus lines, the, those were the original bigger phones. They had minor differences between sort of the standard size phones, but they kind of went away with that. And it is very universal. Uh, Looking at the iPad and some of the extra capabilities you can have with that larger screen, like what would you want Apple to draw from and actually add to the iPhone? And just to be clear, you're not necessarily suggesting another version of iOS specifically for these Max phones, right? Right, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not, um, you know, suggesting that Apple make like, I don't know, I- Pro Max OS or whatever the the equivalent of iPad OS would be. Um, no, I, I just think they can adapt certain iPad features for the the Pro Max. And you know, one thing that stood out to me was maybe bringing Slide Over to the iPhone. Which, if you're not familiar, Slide Over is that feature that lets you bring up another app in like a, a column on one side of the screen and you can kind of move it to like whichever side of the screen you want. But it's not like a full split screen mode. It's just like this little like floating panel. And I think, you know, the reason why I like that feature better than split view is that I feel like, you know, split view on a phone just isn't always that useful. You know, I've, I've reviewed a lot of Android phones over the years and I, I don't really find myself using it that much on that. But I think slide over is great because you kind of have like this little panel. It doesn't, you're not really fully dividing your screen between two apps, but you can still kind of multitask a little bit. So that was that was uh, one thing that stood out to me. But I think what's important here is that, y- you know, you can't just kind of copy and paste features from the iPad and, and bring them to the iPhone. You have to like be thoughtful about how that would work. So my suggestion would be rather than just take the iPad's version of slide over, you know, I could see Apple making a version of it that almost looks like, you know, interactive widgets that you can just 
access while you're in other apps. Because, you know, widgets mm -hmm. are already designed to like show a lot of information in a really small amount of space. So, you know, I feel like that could be a good way to approach it. So would the idea be like, if you were on your browser or I guess you were running a game or something, there would be like an ever-present widget like on the corner or how, how would that work? Yeah, kind of. I mean, and you can get rid of it whenever you want. Like it doesn't always have to be there. But like one scenario I was just kind of thinking of in my head was, you know, I, I could see myself, you know, checking my emails and then maybe having a tiny Slack widget on the side of my screen that lets me, yeah. you know, check in on, you know, any Slack messages I have for the day, you know, when I wake up in the morning. So something like that where, you know, think about the instances where you're switching between apps a lot. For me, it's when I'm, you know, answering a work-related email or a work-related Slack message and I'm not near my computer. That's when I find myself kind of ping-ponging between different apps. Yeah, you bring up, uh, what I found compelling about this story is, uh, is because when I, I upgraded, because I'm insane and I upgrade my phone regularly, when I, I went from a 12 Pro Max to a 13 Pro, I actually went to the smaller phone because I felt like the additional screen real estate was great, but to your point, I wasn't really making, it wasn't that much better in terms of watching video or anything like that. I, it, multitasking wasn't really a thing. And I just felt like it was too large for my hand. It was just easier to to manage the regular 13 Pro, this idea of having these extra capabilities would at least make it a bit more enticing to consider that larger phone. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, to your point, I think, you know, the, the Pro Max is already a success. It's already really popular. You know, Apple doesn't have to do anything to keep selling them. Um, you know, I think people that want you know, a great camera and the biggest screen possible and, you know, more battery life will still go for those phones. But I do think it's a little bit of a missed opportunity. And, you know, aside from the multitasking, I also think, you know, it would be great to see like a, a mini version of the Apple Pencil for the Pro Max yeah. as well. I think that could be something that, you know, people who edit photos on, on their phone or that, you know, mark up documents or whatever could really benefit from. Do you think that Apple would ever do that? I mean, I, I could sort of imagine Samsung like immediately crying out, wait, that's just the note. We just got rid of that thing. Uh, and, and they still have their S Pen for their, you know, their Ultra S line. Um, but that does feel like, you think Apple would ever make that move knowing that like S Samsung kind of, you know, planted its flag in that area? You know, it's a tough question. I don't. I, honestly, I don't think they will. I think part of it is for that reason, and part of it is because I think if, if it's already selling well for the iPad, and that's the other thing, too. It's not like they can just bring compatibility to the iPhone. Like They'd probably have to develop a smaller version of it for the iPhone. So, right. you know, I, yeah. I think it, it would be more, um, and, and on top of that, they'd have to engineer the display in a way that, you know, works with it. Um, the good news, though, is that you know, the processors would probably be able to support it since I know machine learning is a big thing that Apple focuses on every year. And, um, you know, I, I think handwriting uh, detection is, is one of the areas, at least on the iPad, where they've been improving. But anyway, <laughs> getting a little sidetracked. I, I don't think they will ever do that, but it is something that I would like to see. And, you know, I, I think you're right. Samsung has been doing this for years, so I'm sure they would have, you know, a big laugh if Apple suddenly <laughs> decided to do this too. Right. And then, you know, as you know in your story, Steve Jobs has had ridiculed the idea of using a stylus, um, sort of harking back the old palm days. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense given the screen size. Having a stylus like that, especially one that you know attaches via some sort of MagSafe attachment, like I feels like that is something that is a missed opportunity for Apple because I, I imagine they would sell a lot of those pencils. Yeah, I mean, I think you know Apple is an example of like one of the few like phone makers where people really like flock to their accessories. Like people actually buy yeah. these things, and they have a huge accessory business. Um, you know, it's it's become a much bigger portion of their sales over the years, and it's kind of saved them, you know, in the past in quarters when you know iPhone sales have have kind of slumped. You know, you know Apple was still able to sell a lot of AirPods and Apple Watches and things like that. And, you know, that's another point, right? Like this would be good for Apple in a sense because it would give them a way to make even more money off of people who are buying the Pro Max specifically. And, you know, based on the data that's out there, it seems like that's a significant chunk of iPhone owners. So, um, you know, there are pros and cons, of course. I I doubt we'll see it, but I would be really curious to see what Apple would do with it. And. Any other any other features or anything else you'd like to see uh, Apple put in to take advantage of that bigger screen? Um, you know, I think one thing that I was kind of considering also was center stage, but I think that would be good for for any iPhone, like regardless of the screen size. But again, yeah. on the Pro Max, like it has a bigger screen, which makes it better for video chatting because there's more screen space to see the other person. So, um, and more battery life too. So, you know, I, I do think center stage would be interesting, but I don't know. I feel like there might be a reason why Apple hasn't brought this to the iPhone. Maybe, I don't know. I think when you're, and, and for those who aren't familiar, center stage is the feature that, um, on, the iPad that uh, adjusts the front-facing camera when you're on a video call to like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, optimize the image based on where you're sitting. So if you tend to move a little bit, the camera will adjust the frame to make sure you're centered. So I don't know. Maybe it's just that people tend to hold their phones when they're video chatting, so there isn't as much of right. an issue of keeping people in frame. But you know, I think any improvements to like video chatting in the front-facing camera would would be really great to see on the iPhone. Definitely. And lastly, we've got WWDC coming up in June, about a, a month and a half away. I, I'm curious to get your take on like how likely any of these features, or if we will see Pro Max specific features pop up at that conference. I don't think we will. <laughs> this is kind of just like my wish list, I guess, and also just kind of a, a, a statement about you know how Apple is kind of missing an opportunity here. But I I don't think that they're going to make any features that are really specific to the Pro Max because, you know, I think they'll kind of worry about alienating other iPhone users. Um, You know, like like I said earlier, like the beauty of the iPhone is that you can pick it up and the software is the same unless you're switching from an old phone or an SE that has the home button to, you know, one of the newer iPhones. There really isn't a learning curve when you switch between devices. So... Um, I, I think Apple wants to keep it that way, but at the same time, you know, it would be great to see more, it it would be great to see Apple distinguish the pro, especially the pro max from its cheaper phones a bit more. Definitely. Well, Lisa, thank you for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger W. Chang. And if you like what you heard, please rate, subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.